Let's give them something to talk about. I see the energy running out. I got a planet to run around. Okay, okay. You ain't do nothing but run your mouth. Good morning. Morning. They probably scrubbed those pictures. Uh, them, I, I'll go to the main site because they were up like every day right. during that year, 2018. If anyone remembers CrossFit history, you remember the time not too in the not too distant past when they uh, decided to um, specifically target aging population and, ha- and create a CrossFit at home program for them with uh, workouts that had uh, these old people holding bottles of blue liquid, <laughs> the jugs, right? The jugs of blue liquid. And I, I'll never forget. I remember all the people that got pissed off because they're well, not p- pissed off, but people that made fun of CrossFit because <laughs> no, everyone was trying to figure like, why are they holding antifreeze in their living room <laughs> in one gallon jugs doing deadlifts? Right. It's to make it more, um, just more accessible for some that could really use and benefit CrossFit. Yeah. And they did it open, but they did it overnight with it without any fanfare, any announcement. Yeah. They got like, they changed the whole studio and made a, a, yeah. a grandma's room. There's a, there's a lot of, um, <laughs> yeah, Bruce Wayne post that comment. Cause I know where this comes from. But, um, that's, this has been, uh, if you follow, <laughs> if you follow Instagram, uh, Jason Ackerman, um, best hour of the day guy and internet troll uh, <laughs> post made a post a stupid ass post you know um, and he does this he soapboxes or he um, preaches to affiliate owners about you know what they should be doing and I try to avoid the preaching to affiliate owners except when it's absolutely imperative like clean your gym mm-hmm. but he pre he was preaching to affiliate owners about uh, the um, whether CrossFit's uh, if you do CrossFit at home or you don't do it in your gym with your with your community, community. Then, it's, then it's not CrossFit. And of course, you know Hiller got a hold of that piece and ripped it to shreds. And then the best was he put a picture of Don who just did Chad in his garage with Michael Easter. <laughs> I did Chad in the garage at home by myself, yeah. facing the whiteboard. Then it was then it wasn't CrossFit. Pounding my head against the wall. <laughs> then it wasn't CrossFit, according to uh, Jason Ackerman. Bullshit. Jason Ackerman. <laughs> the Jason Ackerman's a sensationalist, and he's he's just. Uh, I'll say it. He's just not a bright guy. I mean, he's you know he he knows and understands CrossFit, yeah. and and I I certainly get where he wants he wants to better the community, but he's he's not the brightest bulb in the in the pack, and he and he says stuff to be provocative, and it just comes out all wrong. And it really comes it actually comes out, and I got to tell you, I've been annoyed by him a couple of times with stuff he says, yeah, and posts. And I don't know why I get provoked. I shouldn't get provoked, but I do because I'm an OG affiliate owner. So we, don't let it get to you, man. Well, yeah. <laughs> Bro, welcome to CrossFit. Nice <laughs> shirt, by the way. Where's that shirt from? Uh, this is t- we're talking about history, right? So this yeah. is the Glassman original. This was pre-Reebok. This is when CrossFit was selling their Reebok or CrossFit gear. Yeah. Oh, that's that's badass. You remember I, that? Yeah. yeah. You got you got we got the uh the, the original formula. You got the ten fundamentals of skill or of all the ten different fundamentals of skill of fitness, and it's you know. Right. What you need. Jamie does have his level three, so he can talk about the 
<laughs> 10 components of fitness. <laughs> Thank you very much. It's I've been up since 5 a.m. or I've been coaching since 5 a.m., but yeah. up since 3.30, so yeah, brain's not <laughs> entirely there yet. I need some food Tim's, in my body. Tim's here drinking his Monster. Oh, we didn't even put Monster on the board. Oh, that's another one. Right. Yeah. <laughs> morning, Tim. Morning, Tim. Good morning, campers. <laughs> How's it going? Good. Can you hear me? Yeah, but keep yeah. keep his volume up though. I, I, I'm hiding the. Uh, I'm hiding the. Can you turn it down for you and me? Yeah, yeah. So no, no, not not for the audience. Turn it up. I am for you yeah. and me. Oh, I see what you're saying. Okay, the, so turn the dial down. Yeah, we talking and, then, to. and push turn the, our volume down. Turn our volume down and push his up. Push me up. Yeah, not my not mine and your volume. Got it. Got it. Got it. You know what I'm talking about. I know what you're talking about. Okay. I can't hear myself. Can't? No. So turn my micro my earphone volume up, please. There you go. Good. There you go. That's okay. I need to hear that. Yeah, you can hear that. Yes. Now he's up. Yep. Now I'm up. those he needs to be his line that's bouncing needs to match ours. Talk. 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 Nothing. Talk. 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 He's up. I need. Bit. I'm working on my yeah. black background. I want to get my black background equal or a little higher. And the reason is, is the playback yeah. when we've been I'm getting back. closer and get the microphone in the thing. And are you yeah. talking into the right How side of the mic? Is this good? Yeah. Is this turn good? your turn your mic around the other way. Around the other way. Remember, we figured last time you had a uh, there's like an I optimal think, side to speak out of speak into. I think, I think we had it. Yeah, but you are and now on your settings, Tim. Is that microphone the microphone of choice in your settings? Oh, let me see. On your computer. Because it sure sounds like you're using your computer mic. Oh, okay. So settings, the little gearbox down at the bottom. Settings, audio, internal. Okay, here we go. Hang on. Why is it not showing up? So you got Hang a nice on. little shiner there, let dude. change sides. It's getting power, but let me. Uh... That sounded different. It's coming. It's coming from yeah. his computer. Anyway, so well, Tim. Does that sound the same? Well, just you, you right, need to senses. check your settings. Tap this. Right, tap, tap. It only says internal microphone. All right. So, that means it's on your computer mic. It's your internal mic versus the external Bluetooth so mic. Then, Do you have a choice? So you may. Now, you may need to exit out and come back in. Well, I had it plugged in when I logged in. Yeah, you may need to do it again. It says it has power. We did it before and it worked. Right. Maybe. Hold it up to your face and blow it. Uh, or not. So when <laughs> when it says uh when it says uh um in your mic selection, is the mic available? If you click on the little arrow, is there a, a, a ability to choose and choose your He's gone now. Okay. Good. Let's, 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 not, let's not let him in for a little while. He's now in the penalty box. Time out. All right. So anyway, so we were looking back. Um, there's, a, there's a lot of drama right now with uh, CrossFit and this whole franchise issue. Yeah. Or the franchise discussion, I should say. Not even a franchise issue. And, and the drama around the hiring of DeCoons, Jay DeCoons. Mm -hmm. um, Hiller's just ripping them to pieces. Yep. Uh, the chief marketing officer, I think his name is Grau. Um, I forget his first name. Um, but anyway, the chief marketing officer is an outsider too. And, and we 
can't really tell if he goes to I know he doesn't go to I, I'm pretty confident he doesn't go to Philly. Maybe he goes to um uh one of those ones in San Francisco. He might go to a non CrossFit affiliate CrossFit mm-hmm. affiliate. <laughs> Um, but anyway, there's a lot of drama around it. People, have, you know, I think Savon and and Hiller especially are up in arms about the survey that was sent out that mentioned franchising. So people are thinking, and J.D. Coons comes from Bar Franchising. He was effect. CEO, which is a franchise company, and before that, it was Yoga Works, which is franchise, and he helped them. Uh, neg- he negotiated, helped negotiate the sale of those organizations. Um, just, I mean, based upon my own personal experience with uh a business and been in invest investment banking um and investments for for 25 years i'm out of it now but i was uh, almost 30 years in that industry and i know and understand the franchise business as well and how it works and the dynamics behind it and i can tell you right now that there there is very very little chance based on just my own personal business experience and knowledge of CrossFit and how it's structured and the cost and legislation that goes into this, uh, the, the legal challenges that are, that would be faced with this. There is very little chance that CrossFit will franchise. It's just not an option. Um, and it's not an option primarily because of the cost and the hurdles, um, the legal hurdles that they'll have to jump in order Mm -hmm. to make it happen. And the, the plus the detrimental impact of franchising on the entire global crossfit yeah. community like they, they 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 will not risk they will not risk the ecosystem there these people are very smart people you we can criticize where they came from and uh, uh, whether or not they're doing crossfit and affiliate or doing crossfit whatever it is but i can tell you this they are very smart people and they're smarter than most of the people that are in this room and in and, and in uh the not in this room yeah in this room Mike sounds good, dude. Um, yeah, Mike sounds better. <laughs> um, so you bring we yeah, don't shout though, because it's really fucking annoying. Because you're old. <laughs> That's hearing. You're hearing aids? Yeah, no, we because we want our customers to come back. We we have like a, less than a hundred viewers. I want to make sure that we stay there. Or at least get closer to getting over that. But anyway, my point being, there are very smart people. They know and understand um, um, business, uh, the legal hurdles that wouldn't be necessary, and they also respect one one hundred percent the CrossFit ecosystem. Um, the The bulk of revenues that comes through CrossFit, um, in like if you count it as a whole, is is probably in the billions of dollars from uh, the ecosystem, not the, just from the affiliates and certifications. Yeah, and I hate yeah. that. I hate that fucking word. By yeah, the way, ecosystem. Just put it on the record right now. I hate the word ecosystem. But the entire CrossFit economy. Yeah. Okay. Well, if you're going to have initiatives and you know offerings, then you yes. got to have an ecosystem. No, you got to have a, an economic system, which is like that's where it comes from. So the economic environment. I'm going to call yeah. it. Okay. That's better. Anyway, the, the economic environment, by the way, is is massive and they know and understand this. And they're not going, they will not jeopardize that. That in inherently is the value of the organization. And you can't, um, in my opinion, you can't ramp up a a, a, um, a profitable, sustainable franchise model in you know the time that they would desire, especially since they've already been the investors have already been in it for three years. 
Um, now, it, there, there's absolutely no way in a reasonable amount of time that they could generate or replace the revenue that is already coming in through this system. What they can do, though, and and I actually respect this, is find out what things within a franchise system work so that um, they can deploy some of those systems within the CrossFit community. Mm-hmm. Well, let's let's talk about that. What what is a successful franchise? Number one, um, define success. Number two, what's a successful franchise that we can discuss? McDonald's. Sure, if you want to use Burger McDonald's King. as a Maybe. successful McDonald's is a successful franchise. Um, if you want to, if you want to relate to the one that Hiller talked about, you could talk about Orange Theory. Mm. Um, Are they successful? But arguably, arguably, McDonald's is the most successful franchise in the world. And it's successful primarily because they have a product that and service that is uh, replicatable. And when you go to one in uh, Wichita, Kansas, and you go to one in San Francisco, California, you get the same hamburger, you get the same fries, you get the same experience, customer experience, and you get a clean environment. And they spend a lot of money to, to, to maintain that. Um, um, And, and to to operate that and those those franchise locations are exceptionally profitable the entry fee you you first of all someone can't if i wanted to go buy a friend mcdonald's franchise it would be very very difficult for me to buy a mcdonald's franchise one yeah yeah you can't bulk they they you they 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 have people lining up to buy them that are typically investment managers that have multiple um, locations hundreds of locations and the owners of those locations have to attend the mcdonald's university which is a literally a uh, you know, oh they actually have like yeah. a full-on university they have a full university and it's a i think it's a year i'd have to google it and find out but it's i know it's at least a, i think a year of education in order to operate a mcdonald's franchise interesting and they have all the systems and processes in place and it's and it's a remarkable organization and company we can you know, we can talk about the food and all the other stuff, the food quality and all that stuff later. But look, it's a, it's a clearly a, a, an incredibly successful business. And there are things that we can take from it, CrossFit can take from it, um, or any other successful franchise and um, implement in within our, fr- within our affiliate model. Like what? Clean bathrooms. 100%. <laughs> is, is that unique to a franchise, though? Come on. No. It's a, can, it's a level of consistency, though. No, no. What's not, what's not unique to a, what's not unique to a franchise, it, it, it's not necessarily unique to a franchise, but it is something that is upheld yes. and documented, and there's a process for cleaning those restrooms within a franchise. There's a standard. There's a standard. Like, you got to clean the bathrooms X amount of t- times throughout the day or something like right. that. Um, um, you know, so, so there's a, there's those types of things, having a, a guidebook or a playbook, essentially, not necessarily that you have to follow, but at least you can refer to. Here's the thing that drives me crazy. You know, I had a member text me yesterday and he said, Hey, do you know this CrossFit who Mm -hmm. owns this CrossFit? And he gave me, and he texted me the CrossFit and I did, I know who owns it. Mm -hmm. And he said, I went over there to that CrossFit um, because it's close to his house for his kid. Mm. And he said he walked in, saw it, 
walked out. Was there and walked out. Really? He said it was filthy. <sighs> and there were there were dogs, multiple dogs on site, um, roaming freely throughout the facility. And um, and no one there to greet him. And so that right there, like no one was there, period, or if somebody was working coaching class, because I don't have a greeter, I don't have somebody in the front office. Uh, uh, don't get defensive, but if you <laughs> if they walked in and they and they saw you, you would say hello to them and yeah. smile and say, "Hey, I'll be right with you." Wouldn't See you? somebody walk into the door, and or would you, you doing? or would you, you continue, or would you continue to ignore them? Who are you? Uh oh. <laughs> Do you have what? Are you Jamie's you're on Wi Fi, right? Hold on one second, too. I might I might drop because I just I just switched to hardline. Yeah, Timmy, you, you, we we lost you there for a quick second on your. But there, there look, there me. are there are a number of, there are a number of things in terms of, you know, um, looking at how you manage your finances. Mm. There's things that can be taken from the franchise model, as to why franchises are successful. Um, that certainly could benefit CrossFit affiliates, just as there is looking at at the the independently owned coffee shop down and oh the one in uh the one I loved is that I took some things from was the Capatajo uh, coffee shop in South Lake Tahoe, mm-hmm. unbelievable coffee shop independently owned, and they had they just had they have a they, phenomenal and like my my daughter and I I went there one day and my daughter and I went there every single day of the vacation we were up there. Because it was just, it was so cool. And so I took things from them. And similarly, we can take things from a franchise um, that would help make, improve the experience for um, people that want to do CrossFit uh, around the world. Isn't that just the thing? I mean, I'm, I, I don't know, maybe it's just my nature is to play the devil's advocate, but like, isn't that the thing about like individuals? You can't control this centrally, any kind of like central control, then it's like, it's not that person anymore, right? I mean, that's the thing. It's like you're responsible. That coffee shop is responsible. Even the people yes. that wrote, you've been to good Starbucks and you've been to ones that suck and you've been to ones that are dirty and you've been to the ones with dirty bathrooms. You've been to other ones that are like amazing. Yeah, because the quality of manager is going to be different. I My first job at Chick-fil-A, Al Taylor said, a time to lean is the time to clean, right? I mean, here I am, you know, 40, 30 something years later, and I can tell you that never put your hands in your pockets, right? Like one guy, he, he got, wait a minute. Hang on a second. He, so Hang on a second. For that. he Hang sewed on. his pockets shut on his pants. Hang on a second. Are you telling us you learned from a franchise or <laughs> so actually not a franchise? If you, if, uh, from the, the basics at Chick-fil-A when, back when I was working there, you could only have one store, very similar to CrossFit one store, Per person. Right. So you could not have more than one. But it was a franchise. It was a franchise. No, because you didn't You couldn't open on Sundays? You didn't buy in. So it was they an affiliate? Gave, you applied. You had to apply. And they gave you the store. So basically, you became a steward well, then, then, okay, so you could, you could, you could, but take even that. then, hang on Al, a second. Al Taylor could you take Chick fil A off the label and call it Tim's Chicken? Could you open on Sundays? Oh, that's good. 
<laughs> could you call it Tim's chicken sandwiches instead? Sure, you could. I can call it Tim's gym. Copy, you know. <laughs> I, I, well, but those are, that's a good example of like being able to take some of those general ideas, you know, like don't put your hands in your pocket. If you find time just to kind of hang out, go do something productive, you know, like that's something that you can replicate elsewhere. But, but, but coming back to your point, because I want to come back to this because I'm annoyed <laughs> is it, there are standards that there's standards that you live that you adhere to yourself that help keep your gym a desirable place to be and um, for me wants me to allows me to to refer to your gym as a great gym in Palo Alto because you have those standards in place and so those standards are either one ones that you learned and CrossFit deciphered that in your affiliate application when you applied, or um, you, uh, um, or either that, or they would have to deliver those standards to you since they um, don't know whether or not you're going to adhere to those types of standards, which are beneficial for the brand and beneficial for other CrossFit affiliate owners. They would have to give you standards in order to do business with with CrossFit. And that's the part that we can take from the franchise model. Now, CrossFit does in the affiliate agreement. What does do? have, well, the CrossFit, does, CrossFit does have some standards within that affiliate mm -hmm. agreement mm -hmm. that we have to uphold. Got to have the journal on your thing. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. They're minimum standards. And CrossFit has never really wanted to be a, it never, they've, it was the theory was cream rises to the top. The best CrossFit affiliates will survive. Just throw, throw them up against the wall and the ones that stick are the best ones. Yeah. And that model does apply. The, uh, unfortunately, what also happens, though, is a number of CrossFit um, affiliates that are shitty also stick to the wall just because they, they can be absentee owners and because the brand is so amazing that people still want to come and do it, and that's the only place they can go. Yeah. And I would argue that um, that's not beneficial long-term. I don't like it, mm -hmm. um, and I would like to see more standards in place that affiliate owners have to uphold so in other words being held accountable to something which i think will help push out push out and i'm not saying cross has to go in and help them and cross has to go in and say hey here's how you do it and and we're going to send a team of people to kind of help you do it i don't think that that needs to happen they need to figure out how to do it their own way and if they don't make it crossfit needs to take action and take them off the list well it just comes back down to like finding some kind of a ranking system like if, if you do have somebody from CrossFit that comes and gives you an audit, they give you a ranking one to five, you know, for one, you're just hitting the very bare, bare minimum. And then maybe you're a five, if you're a five, you're hitting all of those key points that we want to see in an affiliate. Right. You know, like you said, the person that walked in to check out an affiliate for their kid, they got a dirty floor. Nobody greeted them, you know, give them a two, you know, some, I don't know, like just that way it kind of, it in, encourages them to build up those standards. You know, Jacob, thank you. Um, you did miss all of the technical difficulties. <laughs> you literally came in, Jacob, right when we got when right when we got through all the technical difficulties. Now we're just arguing about <laughs> standards. I think we got a little bit more technical. Yeah. Tim looks Tim like looks Tim's Tim still dealing with some technical is, difficulties. Is, yeah, Tim is Tim's screen is frozen at the moment. He's got that high quality Palo Alto Wi Fi. <laughs> 
Are you there, Tim? I don't know if he's still there. We might have lost him. Yeah, I think we lost him. I think we lost <laughs> it's him. great. It this keeps his picture as he is right there. Good. Let's, all right, let's get in a bunch of shit while he's, dealing, while he's not there. <laughs> he's going to come back on with all this stuff to say. All right. So, um, but anyway, um, I did, the, so my point was uh, CrossFit is CrossFit's not going to franchise. They're, they, yeah. it, it's just that they they will not well, disrupt the system. Had, I mean, like you said, and don't believe Hiller, Hiller talks about CrossFit's gaslighting. You give me anxiety. Yes, yeah, so is Hiller. And and so are Savon. They're both um, well, creating anxiety about what's happening at the top, which I don't think is that big of a deal. And I'll tell you why. I'm going to go in. I'm going to prove my point. Anyway, what do you want to say? Sorry. So the I mean, like just to kind of prove your point, as far as like not going franchising, like there's 150 people that work for CrossFit as far as staff goes, and you've got how many countries that you have to manage? How, what what is franchising outside of the country look like? Well, right. Like, is that like that's a huge hurdle? Well, right. That's exactly right. That's that's the one of the best points, right? Yeah. So, do they have to? They hire a company to do it. It's unbelievable. Taking my peptides. My <laughs> Had a girl talk, yeah. Dana. Um, I just heard one of the peptide. One of the peptides is it's getting banned. I know. Yes. I, I I saw that or listened to that on that. Yeah, uh, Brecca, the podcast. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah, this is good. Tyler Watson said the the, the summon said average lifespan for the Philly is seven years. It sounded good at first, but I th think it's too long. Yeah, I think you're right. There, there are like seven years to, is too and, long and, and for the here, average and lifespan. To, uh, by the way, I owe, I owe Tyler, Tyler like 15 calls. <laughs> I'm embarrassed. So anyway, so but he's Thanks no, for the comment. No, he he's right. The I think the average lifespan is probably longer or shorter. Shorter, yeah, like except, five years. Except maybe. yeah, four four to five years. Yeah, maybe. and and which is typical for any small business, yeah. any yeah. small business. And I think CrossFit does better. And then what happens is they hang on because mm -hmm. they don't want to let go mm -hmm. because your cost of your your daily expenditures. You know, you can break even. It's, pretty, it's not hard to break even in this if you mm -hmm. if you've got a really cheap space. Yeah, and so you can just kind of hang on. Especially if you have a couple coaches that really love doing it, or member co or you know passionate coaches, people, behind passionate it. people behind it. And and I feel like CrossFit that CrossFit instead of trying to manage bring everybody up to the top, I think they really need to focus on the bottom and and moving those people out. Yeah, and the top people will thrive, and then the other people that come in will be will be people that work in those top affiliates. Yeah. So it, that that's just an opinion at this point. But anyway, I want to tell everybody. So it, it, they're not going to cry. We have had this type of drama. When I see this, and I and I, we, Jamie Lee and I talked about talking about cross the history of CrossFit. And it's a long history. We don't, yeah. we don't even have enough time in this podcast yeah. to go through the history of CrossFit. <laughs> like a series. Right. <laughs> um, I'm going to text Tim. Is, he, is his internet dead dead? Yeah, it might be. He he might have gotten really mad at me. <laughs> but the um so there there's a ton of history of CrossFit. Um and we could, you know, and and, it, and I think it is valuable for affiliate owners to know that history. Yeah. I think for our members, what's important is they know and understand the methodology. Yep. We want them to know the methodology so they embrace it and they can understand the the unique and distinguishing characteristics versus all other uh uh methodologies that are out there mm -hmm. and then we wanted to fall in love with crossfit the methodology not necessarily crossfit the company because crossfit the company especially at the scene at the scene at the hq level it's it's a mess it's not a mess it's just right. it, 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 it's the it, crossfit at, oh you were on safari oh <laughs> struggle bus over here <laughs> yeah. i don't know 
Um, right, so cross, CrossFit at the HQ level has been, um, has been, has its, well, it, some, someone put it best. I'm not sure where it was defined. It was like a magazine article. It may have been an old Rolling Stone magazine article. They called CrossFit a biker gang. Yeah. And I don't know if, if Glassman called him the, called it um, himself a biker gang. I can't remember the article, but it is it is very much like that, and it and it has remained that despite the best efforts of the private equity group and the new owners to try and yeah. corporatize it, it's still a biker gang at this point. Yeah, and it may get better, but we have a CrossFit has had a way more drama. Everyone thinks, "Wow, I can't believe it!" You know, can't believe what management's doing. This is just unbelievable. They're sending out surveys that have the word franchise in it. And they're going to franchise, and and and. All it, the games changes. I yeah. can't believe that they're going to 25%. All the changes we've been changing every year. How come that this is just bullshit? You know, what's going on? Some money grab. How often, Jamie, Tim, have you guys heard money grab <laughs> about the CrossFit games <laughs> in the CrossFit Open since it started? The very beginning. Since the very beginning. Nothing has changed. And, and, it, I'm going to roll through a couple of things in CrossFit's history just to kind of give everyone some perspective. And Tim, you can chime in and Jamie, chime in and interrupt me because I when I go on a rant, I get to going. Um, but so people can understand, you know, we've when I see all this stuff going on with HQ right now, I'm just like, been there, done that. Been there, done that. Yep. Been there, done that. We just, we've, it's, we've been like playing deja this vu since, sometimes. Two, since 2006 or seven. The 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 first one, um, we'll go with a was a certification test. The first one was that before Black Box. Black Box was first. Okay. Certification test came in 2010. Right. Black Box was 2009. Um, Tyler Watson, simple simple solution. The Philippines too cheap. This yep. is um going back to this. We're going back to the point of of CrossFit affiliates that hang on. Mm -hmm. This is the problem with grandfathering fees. Yeah. Um, and I actually said this, and in, 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 I'm going to confess something here that, well, no one will be surprised if you know and understand the affiliate fee thing. We Diablo's Diablo CrossFit's affiliate fee is 500 bucks. I thought it went up when you guys nope changed it up. No, because I negotiated. Yeah. I said, hey, when I when I switched I owners, what's that? I'm not mad Is at it? you. Yeah, I'm not jealous. <laughs> I'm comfortable <laughs> in my 2000 fees, but not I, at all. <laughs> but when I met with I met with Don over a year ago, and I told him stop the grandfathering because yeah. we stopped the grandfathering rates here yeah, at Diablo CrossFit, race. and it was painful to do. Yeah, because there were a lot of the old members that were, um, that were affected by it. We were grandfathering rates that we had back from 2008 or something like that, or two that we were grandfathering the original rates. Mm -hmm. And here's what happened when we when we raised the rates for everybody and brought them on the level playing field. First of all, the grandfathering of rates isn't really, isn't fair. And, and, and I, and I hate using the word fair, but I'm getting the same level of service that someone that's paying $3,000 is. Mm. And that's how we, we communicated that to our members. I, you know, if someone new is paying us $228 a month, don't, don't give me shit for that rate either. They're getting value for 228. If they're paid $220 a month, they um the service they're getting, someone else shouldn't be able to get for a hundred bucks a month. Mm -hmm. And because they're getting the same coaching, the same services, same equipment, everything else. Same spot in class. And I gotta and and pretty much I gotta pay the bills. Yeah. And what happens is this is as long as you continue to grandfather rates and people stay on, coming all the way back to Tyler's point, 
the the longer they stay on, the the more you have to increase rates yeah. on the on the back end yeah. to to kind of compensate. So the newer people are bearing the burden of cost. It's like overcompensating. It. Yes, it's yeah. overcompensating. Yeah, it, the scale gets shifted. And I told Don a long time ago, hey, just level the rates. Mm-hmm. I'll pay it. It's well worth it for me. Yeah. It'll be good for them in the long run too. Yeah, it'll be great for them in the long run. But he, but Tyler's point is 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 perfect because um, if if they if by grandfathering rates you had affiliates that hung on too long because it wasn't that big a deal. Yeah, you raise the rates for everybody and those people that that shouldn't be like it'll it'll help them make the right decision. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. And maybe move. What away. about the what about the small community club crossfit gym that you know what they're a co-op and they're just doing this and they banded together and they're doing crossfit and they wanted to be an affiliate way back in wherever and they're just doing their thing they want to be a part of crossfit and they're doing it but you bump it up to three four five grand they can't and they're not gonna be able to do that so now you've lost og's affiliates and now they're like you know not happy not saying that's the way either but I think this is, you know, like, I mean, I'd well, my audio and camera cut okay. out. Well, let, let, me, like, let me ask you this. How many of those are there? I don't know. Exactly. Well, what if there you was different? Really my, point, my point being, if if we had like 10, if you could rattle off 10 of them, I'd go, oh, okay, let's come up with some so, sort of system. But we can't even name one. But we've no, talked Jeff, about this before. In his garage, training people one-on-one. Okay, I love that. Yeah, okay, that that's, you, so that's my that's what I wanted to point out yeah, was like we've talked about this on the, and we've he's one about of this the before. oldest. He's he's like I mean he's he's okay, now in the top ahead. ten. Yeah. All right, go go so ahead, Jamie. Th- we've talked about this before, and I think having an opportunity to have maybe different levels, which increasing the rate for like a larger affiliate like Diablo, um, but maybe having a lower entry rate for a garage gym. You know, you're not servicing as many people. So how are you going to maintain that same number output? But if you had an opportunity for like, you know, if I had an opportunity to open up an affiliate in my garage that I can just train people in my in my local community at my neighborhood, we would have so many more affiliates. I, I talked to this really, really smart but annoying affiliate owner a while back that had that same idea. And I shared that idea with CrossFit management. And they actually like the yeah. idea. That exact idea. That was Tim's idea, by the way. Tim, oh, it was? It, Tim Dimmel's idea to cross the Palo Alto. Yeah, so that would be... He was. He said, he, and Tim's idea was, and I like Tim's idea. Tim, Tim said, give, you said, I think, give it away for, for free if you start your garage. I feel, let him affiliate. Didn't you say a little... Or yeah, hundred yeah, I mean, The free. idea, I mean, again, we were just riffing off of like ideas, right? But the idea right. is like, hey, if you want to be affiliated with CrossFit and you're just doing it in your garage, do it. Like, and you're, and you get on, you know, maybe you're not on the affiliate map because I don't want people to know where I live necessarily, but yeah. you know, it's like, uh, but Hey, you know what? It's when you like, remember the, okay, let's, if we're talking history, let's have some fun and let's go back to the Russes. Right. And remember all those, you know, Twitter wars and Facebook battles and everything else. And those were, those were some fun times. But yeah. what were they, doing? they were defending the brand, right? And they were defining what is CrossFit in the sense of, you know, I saw the one like, oh, if you're doing your garage, it's not CrossFit. No, it absolutely is. But you can't, as soon as you start charging, 
you can't call it CrossFit if you if it, because now you're a business. You could do CrossFit on your own. You could do your community gym. You could have your your neighbors, your friends, and you just come over and you just have a workout group, and you're doing CrossFit. But and you can call it that, but you can't call it you know you can't uh, call it whatever CrossFit Palo Alto in your garage right. yeah. and charge money. So, right? so, and I told I told Don and a couple of other people at CrossFit. Um, that if if CrossFit offered a discount affiliation for garages, I would I would affiliate my garage. I would just to, just to have a garage affiliate, Craig's yeah. Garage Gym. Just yeah. have a fallback. Yeah. Although it, I, I, I don't know. I think tell you, it would have to be Yvonne's I, CrossFit. Yeah, I feel like if if there were to do something like that, I think there's got to be a minimum um, certification level because that way you can still protect the brand. And you know, if oh, you yeah, have somebody that's one. just well, I think a level two, because then it's like you've been through how to coach people. Oh, and, here we go. And then it's. Uh, see, well, I'm going to go in because here's where I heard earlier when you were talking about like going in and rating, right? Having CrossFit yeah. come in and rate me, right? Like that's going to say like the level four test or something. And it's too subjective. And I was like, you know what? This is sounding a lot like, uh, yes, everyone should be able to own a weapon, but I should be able but you have to take a test in order to be able to do it. Oh, and you sure. Whereas like, you know, we established, you know, with the original CrossFit constitution, like these are your basic rights and privileges that were given to you by, you know, Greg, the God Glassman himself, you know, ordained with the high power. And now you're trying to change it. And it's like, no, I don't, I don't, I don't like to change it. Like, I, I think it's fine because you know what, if I yeah. want to run my gym, however, if I want to, you know what, I've heard some crazy stories about gyms and yeah, it's like, this is what we get with freedom, right? You don't yeah. get, you know, to police everybody. You don't get to decide like how clean your bathroom is or what your order of operations are or anything like that. It's like, you know what, if we want to do the workout first and then, you know, do the strength, that's okay. If you want to do the strength first and then if you don't want to do either, right. And you just want to do stretching, CrossFit stretching.com. Like you could do that. Mobility wide. If Jim that's is, up to uh, you and you want and you get people to show up and pay for it, man, good for you. Tim leads the Make CrossFit Great Again Coalition. <laughs> <laughs> CrossFit is great. It is great. One, uh, let me talk to you about one point that Tim. Can I show you what use. somebody gave me? This is what one of my members gave me. Can you read that? Makes quite <laughs> I like that. That's, that's awesome. awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, when i got it and i posted it one of the guys is like squats have always been great oh and let me tell you what if if, it and just so people don't get their panties in a wad and i'm sorry underwear in a wad i'm not sure which one i'm supposed to say (laughs) tim is in palo alto in california on the peninsula in one of the most liberal areas of the united states and has an amazing gym with an amazing community people that all love and uh love crossfit and love each other so don't get all fired up. The um, one of the things though he did bring up. This is great. I didn't have the, again on the history. We could go. It, we, there's no way. We it's a, it's a series. This, like, this is, to go across history, 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 history. Series. But people don't understand. Again, Tim, we were talking about when you dropped off, like how people are so riled up and upset yeah. about what CrossFit HQ is doing right now. But you yeah. and I. Jamie, we all know like they have they have <laughs> new people have no idea the the, the chaos and yeah. the anger and the fear that was instilled by CrossFit. We haven't even tapped into the black CrossFit, box. CrossFit, <laughs> oh, by Cross, 
Cross, CrossFit <laughs> HQ. You'll find that on but, Reddit. You you mentioned yeah you can you iron garm the, was that the iron garm thread yeah we'll we'll talk about that in a second because I do want to get into that subject but we um we you talked about the Russells and CrossFit had two attorneys Russell Burger no, and Russell. these are dudes yeah um yeah Russell Green's an attorney I think right yeah no. he's an attorney no he's a lobbyist yeah. now oh okay he went to DC oh, he was, for the lobby wing it, Russell Burger was isn't, isn't Russell Burger an attorney Burger or no was, they were just uh, he was an army uh, uh, uh that well Ranger, so I think. so that crossfit had a formidable legal team yeah. and they had what was called what was known as the russells and the yes. russells were very attack intelligent v- yeah very aggressive online attack dogs and if you were reported to crossfit as kind of straying outside the lines or going against what hq said or um, or, or discussing a controversial topic, they would come after you quickly. And people feared for their affiliation because of that. It was, it was unlike anything today. Like today, if the Russells, if the Russells, if we had the Russells today, there would be, there would be blood in the water every, <laughs> every day. Right. <laughs> Tim, Tim's laughing because he knows. Well, well, they would have handled uh, the the lady from Washington or whatever. Oh my! <laughs> she would have. Well, she probably would have disappeared. And no one's like, "Hey, well, she hasn't been seen in like months." Am <laughs> I? It, it was, and and it was just CrossFit was very very protective of the brand, yeah. and rightfully so because because it came up so fast and it grew so fast and became so popular so fast that people wanted to attack it. And so CrossFit responded aggressively. And it was it was really refreshing from an affiliate owner that supported CrossFit to see, okay, good. They're protecting my yeah. brand that I've got up on the wall. But aggressively. But the black box, um, this was 2008. It was a seminar. And it was a seminar event uh, for affiliate owners and coaches. And it was, uh, I forget where it was held. I feel like it was. I think it was summer, uh, summer 2010. No, no, no! It was in two thousand nine. It was two. We were an affiliate. It was. It was, it was after it, nine. Yeah, I, but if you pull up, uh, if you pull up uh, Rob Wolf's post, um, I got it right here. Well, so the so what, the what data side, two thousand eight, two thousand nine. Um, there were some key people within CrossFit there, and 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 I would compare that black box summit to the um to a chris cooper two brain business summit or a um make or a best hour of the day summit essentially what they were doing was pulling affiliate owners together to tell them how to improve their business and what they their idea was is that you know by sharing in the knowledge of best business practices regarding programming regarding business operations even regarding branding and positioning nutrition coaching that um, they would help improve the environment so that you know that so that affiliate owners could get better and so that um, people wouldn't have a shitty experience at other affiliates Mm -hmm. and at the black box summit um, and these were big names there because rob wolf is the author of the paleo diet you guys basically coined the phrase i think paleo diet no that's long well rob wrote the book and uh (laughs) And 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 was essentially a and what he took on and he didn't he didn't diss it, 
Um, or he, but what he said is he, he, the paleo diet was more practical than the zone counting Mm -hmm. blocks and weighing and measuring foods Mm -hmm. and CrossFit is everybody knows has the zone as it's kind of core nutrition tenant. It's in the level one. And so CrossFit didn't like that. Rob was pushing paleo over the zone. Both are amazing in terms of managing the the your uh, glycemic in uh, your glycemic your glycemic your glycemic load what is it uh, me- measuring your blood sugar or mm. basically managing your blood Glycemic sugar better index, yeah. yeah um but he was essentially and he had a seminar he was doing the crossfit nutri- nutrition cert yep going around and teaching it and he was making money on doing that yep. considerable <laughs> amount of, as, as a specialty seminar he was fired from that um greg um, Everett was Olympic lifting coach, amazing lift Olympic, still in business today. Catalyst, um, I think is Catalyst Athletics. Mm-hmm. And he was speaking and he got into, while he was speaking at the event, up on the stage, speaking at the event, he pulled up and put a picture. I'll never forget this because it was talked about big time. Was that he put up on a picture a med ball squat clean that was taught in the level one cert? <laughs> and it showed that. And it was, it was, no, it was Nicole Carroll. It was Nicole Carroll doing the, the, uh, the squat clean. And he said, and all he said was, he didn't say anything. He goes, well, we'll talk about this another time. And then of course, Dave was in the audience and Dave said, no, we'll do it now. And he shouted out because Dave was, you know, obviously exceptionally defensive of the methodology. And Greg said something back. Dave misinterpreted what he said. He took it as an insult. And you want to, I mean, and, and it's great because it's in that, it's in that article. And he's, and he said, said in front of 70 people, fuck you, you fat fuck <laughs> to Greg Everett <laughs> from the back of the room, from the back of the room. And it was, it was heated. I know Freddie Camacho is there and he tells the story about it. And it was, it was exceptionally uncomfortable. <laughs> And, uh, but Don't from imagine. there and man, uh, you, you, you know, if Hiller was, was around then it would have been, and like you, we would, there would be no end to the videos that he could make from that whole deal. Yeah. It was, uh, it was an embarrassing time for all of us for the, you know, and then OPT was there. OPT uh, was there. Uh, James, uh, Fitch, James it was, Cheryl. It was Fitzgerald. Yeah. Yeah. James. Not. And it, OPEX was big, a uh, proponent of one-on-one training yep. and not group class training. Yep. So the whole thing was was perceived as a significant threat by CrossFit. Mm-hmm. And rightfully so, because OPEC started offering certifications not long after that, yeah. where you could go and get OPEC certified for a thousand bucks. And they called yeah. it level, level one, one, which was just dumb. That's kind of that's kind of provocative. And they told their gyms that they can't do group class. Yeah. <laughs> They right. said it's not allowed. And so then that basically forced everybody to stop calling themselves CrossFit. Right. Yeah. And this a is lot a period of, a lot of CrossFit gyms were OPEX. Yep. So CrossFit has, you know, when, and so when I, when I see new CrossFitters, I don't, even, I can't read these comments. I don't even know if I put something up. Um, yeah, it was, uh, M- oh, yeah. Interesting. Any Sakamoto doing a barbell clean superpose next to what looked like a competitively clean 200 kilos. Um, but it was the whole thing was it was a mess and it was really uncomfortable. And God, it was talked about on the on the message blogs just relentlessly, and people posted about it. Freddie Camacho almost lost his affiliation as a result of it because he was siding with um, Rob Wolf and Nikki and 
Greg Everett. And mm-hmm. we, we, we were good friends with Greg because he was right down here in Santa Clara. He's local, yeah. And it was, it was a shame. Um, and we all tried to kind of smooth things over and keep people. And by the way, uh, Rob Wolf owned NorCal. Well, yeah. What was, what was his affiliate? Uh, I can't remember his NorCal name. CrossFit. Was it Nor? Yes. He, he was the original NorCal. Yes. Oh, oh and then Kalipa took it over after he let his affiliate lapse. That was yes. This is it the first time. Yeah. By the way, was, I'm putting know, stuff together again. <laughs> Jason Kalipa is a passionate guy, an amazing athlete, and and I know he has a really good heart. Um, but there's a couple things in his history that just <laughs> you just look and go. Remember, because he took over. Yeah, I do Rob remember that. Rob Wolf Levin. Rob was beloved by yeah. all of us because yeah. the paleo diet and everything else. And mm. he's just a really smart guy. Um, and I understand where Cross is coming from. But if, in case there's any bad blood, I don't want to lose my affiliation over talking about black box. But the, I don't think there's anybody <laughs> around that remembers that. <laughs> That's a very good point. <laughs> D- Dave is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so. so but Dave so, doesn't watch other stuff, so you're okay. But, but yeah, so Rob leaves. Rob leaves, and then and Khalib goes, hey, I'll take that affiliation name. Yeah. NorCal CrossFit. That's right. That's right. Remember that? He, we still like, kept a, he still kept his NorCal strength and conditioning, but then he let the CrossFit lapse. Yeah, he let the CrossFit lapse. That's right. That's right. Yep. Anyway. Well, I think one it. of the things that we talked about, was it yesterday, I think, and all the stuff, like the different history and the funny stories, right? And even us the insanity that's going on today is that to me, it says the, the power of CrossFit is that it will continue in spite of whoever's leading it. Right. Mm -hmm. Because there are people that are romancing the stone over here. That's a crazy fun reference there, but about like, Oh, remember the days when Greg was running the show and remember, Mm -hmm. Oh, I wish we could go back. You're like, no, like, like in spite of greg's decisions like i love him he's great you know like uh but at the same time there's so many things that he did that were foiling his own business i mean shoot i make decisions all the time that i'm like man the the business seems to be able to like survive in spite of me and in spite of the leadership so i think that's the same thing like in the past it's the same thing that's happening right now because the the methodology the mission the vision right is bigger than those running it and that's what mm-hmm. i think as we've discussed you know on different forums is like that's what the the folks that are running it now have no concept of they think yeah. that this is just a product oh how can yeah. we scale this how can we manufacture yeah. it how can we multiply it? how can we do this how can we apply these business models and initiatives and this and that whatever you're like dude these are real people Right. I mean, like uh, Tyler's over here starting his garage. I started in my garage. Like this is what we're talking about. Like you don't you don't have any. Nobody started their orange theory in their garage. Right. No one started F45 in their garage. Right. Where their you know, kids are running around. Right. Like, you know, whatever. Like I'm not a fan of dogs in the gym. But you know what? Some people wanted to have dogs in the gym because that's just the right. Way it that's old school CrossFit. They had a dog in the logo. I'm like, OK, fine. Right. But guess what? You get to decide that. But you're also taking on that risk when that dog takes out somebody's legs and Diane, you know, Stewart rips her shoulder off and now you got to pay for it. Right. So the, you're, you're right. Greg, Greg created an incredible methodology, an incredible long, enduring methodology that lasts forever. And he defined fitness when no one else could with a, with a very empirical definition. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. In, uh, what is it? Increase work capacity across broad time, time and modal domains. Super simple. 
and it is um and then he then he also fought the battles for us against nsca yep and against uh um, big soda yep and uh and of course uh, and pharma and so that was amazing um but there were also some things like tim said that were that, that were not beneficial for us mm-hmm. um one of them was and we talked about this um you remember tim when they um, overnight overnight switched their mark and there's three things that, that really have got us in this position that we're in today that were as a result of the past management team and it's not a knock look i, I understand how they you you, you gotta which, try new which things past management but, team so, though but let's not let's let's okay yeah let's not name names right yet um but the first one was the um the old people i want to say old people what do i want to say like elderly people working out in their in in their living room on the doing burpees on the floor lay down burpees with blue bottles like they went overnight from forging elite fitness to crossfit's amazing for aging populations which is 100 true we know and we we can show that this works oh yeah we show that <laughs> yeah oh, Remember the blue bottles, and we were all, and and this was uh, so. This is 2019. This is that it, it shifted after 2018 when Greg did the Thanos and killed off all we, that. Well, we'll talk. Yeah, I want to talk about that separately. Yeah, yeah. Wanna, that's, that's kind of where the time frame when that all started. But anyway, so so here here we went. Thanos, right? So so we so overnight. I didn't even mention Anthos on here. Yeah. Overnight. <laughs> Dude, there's a, the list so is amazingly things. long of, of all of the shit that we've been through as affiliate owners, and we're still doing this stuff. We need Russell Berger's whiteboard with like the timeline. Right. Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, but overnight, we went from like Josh Bridges doing yep. thrusters and- shirtless at the games yeah. to, to that. And yeah. and I remember the uproar in the cross all of the crossfit communities in the Facebook groups and in online. It was just it was it was incredible, and it was like, hey, we understand the values, but you can't just flip the switch overnight. Mm. Like, and and by the way, that's not super appealing to my most profitable clientele, age thirty to forty-five, mm-hmm. that are coming in this gym. So these are the things. This was two thousand nineteen, two thousand eighteen. Jamie Lee referenced it. Um. Greg Glassman decided after seeing a Facebook group um, in Australia, one of the Banting diet, oh, the one of the large, which is a similar to a keto, uh, a keto diet, ketogenic diet, saved lives, reduced blood sugar, curing diabetes. This guy's Facebook group with, I want to say over, oh, over like 170,000 members yeah. in his Facebook group got shut down yeah. by um, the, the, the government, government who told Facebook to shut it down yep. and he lost access to all of those people Yep, and, and it was shut down. And, and Greg Glassman said, you know, and, the, and it was simply because they disagreed with the diet recommendations, mm-hmm. of the, you know, which was, you know, low carb diet. Yep. And so Greg Glassman said, Hey, look, they're not going to do this to my business. I'm not going to let the government social media. And he was ahead of his time. Right. Cause of course, this- of course we all know. And so he shut down. Um, he shut down the YouTube. He shut down Facebook, CrossFit Facebook, and CrossFit Instagram. Like went off that's social media. Right. That's one hundred percent. Yeah. In two thousand nineteen, at the end, at the beginning of two thousand nineteen, and that was like that was the shot heard around the world for affiliates. Yeah. We were like, "What the What's actual going fuck? on?" Yeah. And we understand where he was coming from. Like I understand the reaction, but it was 
it was such a when you look now at the importance of having youtube channel with with viewers and subscriptions people look at crossfit's youtube channel now and i watched like the dale king video that was yep. the introduction to the stronger yep. uh to small small, small town small, strong small town strong yeah and, and the views on it, if you go to it now, it's probably like 1,500 views. 1,500 views on a CrossFit. It, an amazing video. And is CrossFit has real? a lot of amazing content. By the way, affiliate owners, don't bitch about the content that CrossFit isn't producing. Go to the CrossFit Games. Go to the CrossFit YouTube channel. And by the way, you should be. And you should be sharing this with your customers. We need that channel to get more visibility. Yeah. And CrossFit certainly can do more to do that. But that's up to us, affiliate owners, too. We have all the customers. We should be sharing these things, getting them to like it. Get that algorithm up. Yeah, get the algorithm going. And that's up to us. But but there's your systems and programs, Jada Coons. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. There's your marketing. Like, use the thing that you've got. You know, whatever yes. the growl face, yeah. Or whatever. <laughs> growl. yeah, that's his, that's his uh, Instagram. Use your tools, use the things that you have. They're not using yes. what they've got, they want to create some new crap. They're like, we don't need new right. crap, just use no. what you've already got. Yes, you have all the material in the turn the message boards back on, turn the you know, journal back on, right? Yes. Promote it. You have all the stuff. That's the thing. It's, yes. it's you don't, don't need anything yeah. new. There's your money right. saver. You know, but because they're yeah. these guys are going to come in, they got to justify the you know salary or something like that or whatever. You know, it's like a it, this is a novel problem, right? Just like the novel virus yeah. that we had to deal with, right? Like, oh, we have to treat it all different. No, you don't. You know, it's, in this podcast, you have touched on on the, in this podcast, you have touched on guns and the vaccine now and the virus. I, I didn't say anything about that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's three. <laughs> Never mind. Change the subject. <laughs> But you, Tim is 100% right. Yeah. And what? What, so I go back to So anyway, that's 2008. This is what Tim and I and you and we, we all had to deal with, right? Was literally imagine if CrossFit shut off what little social media they do, but if they cut it off 100%, like th this is like, holy crap. So every couple of years we've gone through this, this is nothing yeah. new. Private equity sending out a marketing survey with the word franchise in it is nothing new and it pales in comparison. The and if you go to the CrossFit Games, oh, and by, by the well, we're all over the place. Yeah, we are all over the place. I'm looking at this board. <laughs> we had a little we bit of a timeline we we're going to go through, but yeah. there's no way we're yeah. getting through it all. <laughs> uh, Tim, Tim, will remember this? Oh, let's do this one though, because because when uh, they they first announced the Open and then uh, the Reebok partnership, Greg yeah. Greg for years had said, "I'm not going to sell." Remember, he said Under Armour came in and wanted to buy. Yeah. Under Armour came and wanted to buy a thousand affiliates or something like that. He said, "No, we're not. We're not in the stretchy shirt business." Yeah, which was pretty funny. Pretty funny at the time. Um, but but then like two years later or one year later, CrossFit Games comes and then the first sponsor is Reebok, mm -hmm. ten million dollars sponsorship, a million dollars a year, which helped funds the CrossFit Games and makes it amazing. But everybody, I remember affiliate owners being upset about that. Yeah. Jamie Lee has a shirt. He still has it. The it, the, it was a great shirt. Prebok. Oh, yeah. The Prebok. Yeah. Uh, highly. Yeah. That one out there. Yeah. And it was the Reebok low books, except it said Prebok. And we were proud. We back were proud to not be sponsored. And then the other one. So, so we uh, had. So uh, the 2008 games were sponsored by Adidas. Yeah. And what, wait, which one was? Um, there was like 50 sponsors on the back of the shirt. 2009 was Panda Express. I was going to say, 2000, okay, well, Panda Express well, was the year. Panda Express was also 2008, because that's what I remember. Oh, 2008. Okay. But they were and then, okay, so, 
so so people get up in arms right and they get upset right about those things and then of course you know history repeats itself Mm -hmm. in 2021 the crossfit games are sponsored by noble no monster energy oh never mind not noble yet yeah yeah but it was but it was the first year noble but it was also monster energy and people were up in arms about that we have been through this over and over Mm -hmm. none of this is new and to tim's point crossfit the methodology survives yep nothing changed and and i and i think for affiliate owners we get we get upset we get online we get all pissed off but if you went out you know this Jamie, if we walked out in that class, or Tim, you walked out in your class, you go, hey, have you guys heard all the hubbub about hiring Jade Koontz about franchising? Your members go, who? Who the fuck is that? Yeah. <laughs> what? And and uh, the other half of my members go, you're not a franchise? <laughs> well, I tell them you that know when they go through their intro. Yeah, <laughs> Tim tells them right up front. <laughs> I'm like, we're not a franchise. We're coffee, right? right. What, are, what is coffee? Well, coffee can be prepared lots of different ways right you can do espresso you can do a pour over you can do you know instant you can do you can do single origin you can do right a blend you can do all kinds of stuff you can serve it only to go in a little thing you can serve it in a big giant shop you can do all kinds of things you know have it hot like coffee from denny's that probably comes in a box that says coffee right the after notes are coffee right so it's like yeah, cool. That's what I like. That's what I'll serve. But you, you know what? Like, if they come to CFPA, they're going to get our preparation and flavor of coffee. They come to Diablo, they get their preparation. Of, you know, similar but different. At the end of the day, what is it? It's coffee. I'm surprised you didn't use more, more of a. You probably have this analogy too. We're like a pistol, where you can aim up close. Still goes bang. Or you can go over to, or you can go over to Diablo where they're like a shot. Gun. <laughs> yeah, but are you shooting a slug or buckshot? Or you can go to Orange Theory where it's an AK and they're just shooting everybody, trying to get them in the door. Oh That's more like rock salt. It's not actually going to do anything. Yo, yeah, it's rock salt. <laughs> oh, this podcast is going off the rails. <laughs> so it's great. But okay, so so the, the again, so the Reebok thing was like that's nothing new. And then in 2014, um, Tony Budding, the head of CrossFit Media, the but really, and I I don't know whether he was running. I think he was running it at the I think time. He was ahead of media, and yeah. he was the guy, original guy that that developed and started putting stuff on YouTube. CrossFit, my man. Yeah. Uh, and this is the one I I sometimes will keep me awake at night. If CrossFit had just stuck with the whole YouTube thing, yeah, but we would own. We would own fitness in yep. YouTube. Yep. You know why? We all, can I tell you, we were, can I tell you a secret? What? So again, this is the benefit of us living in this area. And I feel very fortunate with the surroundings. And it's by no, nothing that I do. Right. But we had a VP of YouTube in the gym. And he was like, hey, I'm meeting with your uh, boss uh, later this week. And I was like, my boss? I was like, I don't boss. have a boss. He goes, he goes, no, I've got a meeting with Glassman, um, you know, to talk about utilizing all the capabilities of the channel of YouTube, right? And this was in, we're at the old gym. This was at least 10 years ago. And wow. uh, and so they told me, he goes, yeah, he goes, we met and his media team was there and they were all there. And they told him that they are totally underutilizing 
what YouTube is capable of. This was over 10 years ago. Oh, and, uh, this, okay, you're gonna make keep me awake more at night <laughs> with this story. Yeah, this was over ten years ago. I mean, he was talking like different channels, had to be. different, yeah. different, all kinds of things. He was even talking to them about streaming the games oh, on right? Like with different views and angles, and they could all be done very easily. And he was like, you know, he he spelled it all out to them, and then of course I was like waiting to see what happened, and nothing happened. Can you imagine? You think about missed opportunities that yeah. one, but again, it was it was a different era, and and Greg and the team's vision was, hey, everything happens in the affiliate. We don't need to promote it on online. Mm-hmm. And it, and I'll tell you, we we, we might have perceived that I might have perceived that as a threat. Are he's CrossFit trying to capture my business online and go direct? Well, they had a lot of videos, but that was all published on the journal. Was it maybe because they were yeah. trying to blow the journal up and didn't want another company to kind of own those? have their their content there i don't know what the thinking was that's one that's a good question for savon is to know know what happened there and see what happened because that because there was ton of stuff videos stories how-to videos what a huge missed opportunity that was yeah for for crossfit and so you you know again everybody thinks back well you know crossfit needs to be well let me tell you what crossfit needs to do but in 2014 um, on the competition side, you, if we can go into the games, we can just go into tons of things on the games. Let, let's go to the games. If we do we the games, just have first, one topic. The, the game, remember, on the history remember, on the that games, one topic. You, everybody gets pissed off about the games. No, they're going for twenty five percent. They're ten percent down. Twenty five percent. You have no idea what changes in the games are. Yeah. Remember they went through. They got they got rid of. Uh, they got rid of everything. Sectionals. Yeah, and they went. They got rid of regionals and went to sanctionals. Well, they yeah. had sectionals. Yeah. And then they went to a sectionals, regionals, sectionals, regionals. And then, but, but they got rid of sectionals, regionals, which were awesome. Yeah. And they went to the open. Yeah. And then they had a regional and then they went to a super regional, super regional. People were pissed off about that because you consolidated. And then they got regionals. rid of that altogether and they went to sectionals and yeah. then they're on to and semifinals. But hang on a second. Sanctionals and sanctionals were independent. They were not. Yes. I thought that was the best. Programmed individually. Yeah. I didn't like that. That it poorly executed. But a wise decision. Athletes got look at the, look at the athletes' paydays. An athlete made so much, had the opportunity to make so much more money in nineteen and twenty or eighteen, nineteen, whatever it was. That year of twenty nineteen, there was more prize money available than ever. Yeah. Well, and and I and to that point, because the first year of uh, these competitions, all these sanctional people thought they were going to get rich doing it. Yeah. And then they realized how much those things cost and they stopped and they weren't able to actually pay out. I mean, yeah, I was going to say some of them like uh, can West wasn't even able to pay out granite games. That was in 2019. I mean, can can West, they got shut down during because of the pandemic and they they were like, Oh, we'll refund or we'll put everybody's onto the next one. And like, no, they were the, those, those companies. Well, those companies, a lot of them felt felt the wrath of uh, the pandemic. Yeah. But 2018 happened because CrossFit cut their budget for the games dramatically. Because in 2018, after an analysis by the then CEO Jeff Kane, they realized that CrossFit was actually losing money. It was, and Greg Glassman was having to write checks to keep the or the business going. And if everyone wants the the details behind it or the what the numbers were, to, to um, direct message me, I'll send you what I know. Don't we um, all do things? Though here's a question: Yes, sunk cost in your business. Don't you do things that don't have a direct increase like ROI, but yet they're without it, it's not the same, right? Like you'll do things, right? Does anyone? 
uh, yes. you know, you make investments sure. at your gym, you do different things, or you, you know, even like, uh, you do a special event, right? Like, Hey, we do a big 4th of July yeah. workout, right? Do I charge people extra for that? No. Or is every yeah. other business in the country closed? Yeah, mostly, but we're open, you know, so we right. do a special workout. Do I charge for it? No. Do I lose money? Yeah. Because like I'm there and I'm not getting paid, right? Extra or whatever, you know, I'll just say like, well, it's all in there. Right. So the, no, you, you're, you're, I know, but your, 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 your point being, that CrossFit, the first year of it, they lost money. What's your well, point? I'm saying like, like with the game stuff, to a degree, just look at it more of like, hey, you know what? What are we willing to spend and lose? Um, you know, in on order the to games on the games, yes. right? In order to promote the methodology, it's yes. a platform, right? So it's not losing money you're leveraging a platform you're creating an entire platform and method and and you know ecosystem right for things to operate right and you're giving you know opportunities for businesses yes. it's so many different yes. things and yes you it costs yes. you 10 million dollars okay yes yeah as long as, yes as long as that cost of the games for example to use your example to as long as the cost of the games doesn't exceed the revenue from other operations, the combined. So what if and, that's, you... and so that's what was happening. So CrossFit as a whole um, realized that uh, that affiliation fees were declining yeah. since 2015. Um, certifications, level one certifications, were declining since 2015, and on a downward trend. Yet games cost the cost of the games was increasing. So in the and the line was crossed in like 2016 or 17, where the games costs exceeded, uh, where the losses were exceeding all losses for the company were exceeding all revenue for the company, yeah. and so you can't sustain that like in a privately held company. Yeah. So where do you make cuts? Well, you go first of all to the largest loss leader, which in this case was the games regionals, yeah. specifically, specifically the regionals, specifically the regionals. Yeah which were just um, a massive burden because yeah. they were amazing. They were amazing experiences for the yeah. fans, for the affiliates, for the, for the athletes. But, um, and I think that it, it wasn't intentional and it's, this isn't Dave Castro's misdoing. This was simply um, a, a lack of just wasn't working. No, it's a higher level accountability. Like someone wasn't looking at the numbers uh -oh. and going, Hey, here's what the numbers are. Here's what your unit is doing here's what your budget is and that's what jeff kane came in but he did it so hard and so yeah. fast that it was a major disrupt to this whole organization well and without so, explanation so you know and with, know, yes. listen to the, that was the listen to the you know seven Good podcast point. he had on a bunch of dudes on there the other day like grundler and um you know some of the different you know gyms uh is that tyler that was on there um yeah. or and uh the great points were made of like, um, you know, talking about like explaining things to your members. Right. And if CrossFit would just explain this stuff and seven, I couldn't tell if he was like just taking the piss out of them and trying to get them riled up because he sure was. Uh, but he was like, raise your prices and buy an Escalade. You don't have to tell your members anything. Right. And you're mm -hmm. like, dude, you're a jerk, you know? And I was like, but here's the funny thing. The irony is that he does exactly that on the podcast when he says, Hey, thanks for your couple bucks. You know, this is going to pay for my kids' jujitsu and uh, tennis oh, lessons, skateboard yeah. lessons. So it's the exact same thing. You're well, you're guilty of the exact same thing that you're on, trying. 
you know, so if not on a podcast, or just, yeah, the point of it all is just communicate it, right? Yes, communicate what you're doing. Now, I am a fan of like, you know what, like, um, uh, I think it's just bad management. If you can't manage something, then don't. So, like, you know, yeah. who does run a good program? Uh, Rogue runs a good program, let sell it to them, let them run it, sell to yeah. an outside event management company. So that way, CrossFit, you're not an event management company. These are gym owners. These are, you know, um, look at all the different people. Who's the athlete control guy? Um, uh, Hall, not Hollis. Um, strong man, okay. dude. What's his face? Um, uh, and then there's angels down there in um, Santa Cruz, right? But these are not like professional event managers, right? No. So like, of course, you got a, a whole bunch of other stuff on your plate. But why not give it to an event management company? So, there's so plenty of them. So Tim just explained why CrossFit's um, handing the masters off to legends yep. and, and the adaptive off to wheel wad and the teens off to pit teens. And, and I, and I, that's why I applaud that move. 100% yep. CrossFit. I don't has, applaud that going out to 25%. Hang on a second. <laughs> then we're not even going to go there yet. The, the <laughs> but, but what, but, but CrossFit over the last, 20 years has become a very good event management company for the games. Like yeah. the, the, the whole, the whole process. And it is a, not if you're losing process. money. Hang on a second. Hang on a second. It, it, is a, the whole process is cumbersome from start to finish, right? It's like for the open to the, to the quarterfinals, to semifinals, all, whatever they have to do. Like there's a lot of moving parts and it is very difficult, but they, and they've gotten good at it. Um, but they, and, and now I think what's happening is now that it is, I think there's much more accountability since 2018 because of um, what Jeff Kane essentially alerted Greg Glassman to and then and brought to his attention. They made dramatic cuts, which were maybe too aggressive, but um, they're doing a better job of keeping an eye on it. And, and, and I think the example of that is what they're doing with legends and, and with uh, um, adaptive athletes. And, I think, I mean, I'd agree. I like the outsourcing it. I think it's great. I think and it's a good test because I, and this is, again, this is my personal, just kind of like pulling it out of the air. Like, I think people overestimate the draw value of the CrossFit games and what the sport is. They think it's like this big giant thing and it's worth so yes, much sir. money and this and that. And you're like, no, it's not like, it's a bunch of people exercising, you know? And like, right. yeah, we're passionate about it and we like it, but you know, Okay, but how many people is that? Are you going to get the eyeballs? And you know what? And like Bob, you know, uh, that runs Legends, and I think he has a partner, like, you know, and they've done this. We're like, hey, great. Like, this is way, but it's a great test. And I can also see the packaging, right, of the games. You shrink it down. Okay, now you've got 80 athletes and then however many teams, and eventually the teams will probably go away. And uh, and now you have a a product that in three and a half days you can systematize and package and you can ship that around and you could even do that multiple places. You could create a series, or whatever, right? But it's it's easier it's easier to view. Well, all kinds of things, but you have to package it like that. You can't do yeah. this big giant thing, right? No. And I think the big giant thing is no, just they, too big. Yeah, they tried to combine a huge massive festival into the you know and with a made for tv crossfit mm -hmm. games thing and the sponsors want made for tv they want yep. as many like tim said as many eyeballs as, yep. as possible on it and that is how you get sponsors and get people to fund this thing but scaling back by parsing out those divisions is is significant and but again we've been through this over t over 17 years 
you know, every two years, there's a massive change in, in the CrossFit games, not just CrossFit, but in the CrossFit games mm-hmm. and the, and CrossFit as a whole. I look at also the other one, remember the international champs and they brought yeah, the international, yeah, yeah. they brought the international. That was after you, 18. Yeah. You, the fittest in the country, the fittest in each country came to the CrossFit games. There's a big uproar over that. Yep. There's the, there's constant, it's constant changes. The only constant in CrossFit. Well, they made they they took all, they, they brought all comers because he wanted it to be representative. But then they yeah. chopped the masters in half. Then they went down. Yeah. They took them down to 10, 10 yeah. in each age group. If if do you, if everybody's okay on time, we can delve into the twenty five percent because I mm-hmm. I I love that's fresh. I love the twenty five percent qualification. I know you do, but let me that's let me I go, love, you go hate. ahead. I love hate it. I think I see the benefits for it, but I can also see how much is coming. Let me just let me just give everyone the the reason why um, that that I think people don't understand. And Dave said on his broadcast, it's not about the money. And I will tell you right now that it is about the money. Here's why: um, because the Legends competition requires online qualifying. In the past. Right, they have an online qualifier. What does that online qualifier do? Every person has to pay in that money. Every single cut in cash. You guys know this with all the competitions, Granite Games, everyone else. They all get cash. Waterpalooza, they all get cash up front, and it's good. And it gives you a really good indication of how the years are going to go. You can compare your online. So if you do run an online qualifier, yeah, you can predict from the the quantity of money that you get in the online qualifier what kind of money you're going to get for the entire event as a whole. Mm-hmm. Right. There's a direct correlation between the number of people that do the online qualifier and all the other money that comes in through entry fees and through sponsorships and everything else. That there's a direct correlation. So Legends now and Wheelwad and Pit Teens don't have online qualifiers because CrossFit wants to keep them tied into the open process. Mm-hmm. Where's CrossFit? Where's Legends and Wheelwad and Pit Teens going to get that revenue from? They're going to get that revenue from CrossFit sharing in the open registration or in this case in the quarterfinal qualifications so they are sharing that revenue i believe i don't know for a fact maybe they will just kind of dial back on what their licensing no. fee might be no i guarantee i guarantee you here's why because one of the things that the legends had said is they didn't even they don't even have a venue for 2024 because they don't know how much money they have to spend Fuck. on a venue if you don't know how, first of all, you don't yeah. know how many people you're going to have. Now they know how many people they're going to have. So they know, okay, now we're going to have 40 in this class. We're going to have 40 in this class. We're going to have 30 in this one, 30 in this one, 25, 20, whatever it is. That's a lot of athletes. So now they know the size of the venue they need. Mm-hmm. And they're probably going to, and, and they got to put it in a place that's a destination. So people will actually come to watch old people work out, which I don't think they'll get as many people as they can. They, they think they will, but that doesn't matter. We, they run it. Legends runs a great event, but you need money to secure those things. Yeah. You have to put a deposit down. I, I, they wouldn't have done that deal. The, the guys that run legends are shrewd people. I would not have done that deal. If you said, wait a minute, you want us to run this games competition for your masters. Yeah. But we can't have our online qualifier that gives us cash. We need some of that cash. Yeah. And I can tell you where it's going to come from that 25%. That whatever that revenue is coming in, it's either going to be 100% given to them or 50% given to them or a portion of it's going to go directly to. Mm-hmm. Um, those or those organizations. It Number has one, to. they should communicate that. They should. Yeah. They should communicate. Are they going to get to have their own sponsors? I mean, I, you know what else is funny? Everybody's talking about the 25%, and I'm going to diverge just real quick on that. 
is that how come no one has mentioned um let's see i can look at every one of these badges back here right let's see i competed in the uh 2017 reebok crossfit games i competed in 2018 reebok crossfit games i competed in 2021 noble crossfit games and yet what did we just hear the announcement about the 2024 crossfit games hello yeah. <laughs> nobody yeah. there's they don't have a sponsor because noble is yeah. gone dude they're not fulfilling orders they i mean i talked to members they're like everything they're having this like crazy sale but then things are tim how do you know that noble is gone how could you say such a thing because we are observers we are trained <laughs> watching people for freaking 15 plus years you know move their bodies and it's like you don't you have certain characteristics of like hey i recognize patterns and you know things and it's like oh Let's see, you're not fulfilling orders, right? They always have had, before they even got the private equity money the first time, they right. uh, they had problems fulfilling orders because mm -hmm. I had a, a bag. I, it took two times. One, they pulled it off the wrong shelf. Then the, the second one had poor quality because the zipper that was supposed to be a pocket was this is one of those rumors. It's one of, it's, and that's one of those uh, inside things. It's like the worst kept secret. Everybody I talk to says Noble's out. Yeah. And that there's there's other players that are lining up. I don't, I don't know who the other players are yet. Go look I at know the, uh, heard what's rumored and that's it. I mean, but again, you could avoid all that if you just offload it. And then CrossFit focuses on the methodology and the training. We've talked about this because then you're even more universal. The people that are successful at Spartan races – train CrossFit. The people that are successful in DECA races, train CrossFit. The people that are successful in what's the high rocks, they train CrossFit. The people that are successful in, uh, you know, in the rogue fitness games are, CrossFit. they do CrossFit, right? So now guess what? You're, you're casting a wider net. So there's your wider net, right? Mm -hmm. Like look at how many, you know, industries or sports or fitnessing competitions are dominated by people that do CrossFit. I agree. I, I agree with Tim. Same. I agree with Tim. I'm okay with him. It's the fittest competition in the world. And yeah. then the CrossFit is. He, he, this is something that, th this is the argument we made. And I'll go back. And we, I, I wasn't going to have time to do this one, but, it, but this is the argument we made, with Jamie, when we talked about grid. Yep. Who did grid? Who was good at grid? Crossfitters. That's right. It was the argument we tried to make to CrossFit. Hey, well, what are, you, what are you banning CrossFitters from level ones from participating in grid for? Yeah. Everybody that's doing this is a CrossFitter. Yeah. Look at Florida Grid League. Pump it's it up. All, it's all, yeah. And it's free. What were those online? Dude, what were the competitions that were online? The Titan Games. Yes, you do. The, the Rock. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Of course, you remember because uh, Margo Alvarez getting yeah, her ass yeah. Danny Spiegel. <laughs> yeah, that was a great that was a great event. And I, I, to, I let me get I'll give a little bit of a shout out to Margo because she went for the, if if anybody saw that one, there's a little cement wall they had to break through the barrier to go down to do the last event, and it was like a it's like three inches like plaster slash it looks yeah. like cement but it was like thick plaster, and Danny Spiegel came up to it, sat down held onto the bar of her head and use her feet boom kick 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 to break through and margot thought you had to use the lot uh, she the goes up no she thought i'm just gonna bust through this was in the tunnel on the way down to the main floor where you break out 
then you use the hammer to get the thing out of the cement. But this was a wall. It was like a barrier that was an entrance to a tunnel. And Danny Spiegel came up to it, used her feet, but almost slowly broke it down and broke through. Margot thought, I'm just going to bull rush this thing. And I swear to God, I think she might have dislocated her shoulder because she went at it and she dove at bounced that wall. Off of it. And bounced off of it. Ouch. Got up, did it again. And then she realized it's not working. So then she started kicking it. And otherwise, she would have won. <laughs> I have oh, not seen this. It, it, I would pull that up. It is really a kind of a really, a really cool event. And so did, and Spiegel beat her as a result. Um, but anyway, that so, but it, two CrossFitters. Yep. And then on the men's side, Matt Chan won. And I think every year it was a CrossFitter. What, what else is that? Oh, what was it? Broken, broken, broken Bro Skull broken Ranch. Broken Skull Ranch. Yeah. That was so good. Except for Hunter McIntyre when he started winning. But Tommy Hackenbrook. Yep. Was do dominated that cross. Well, and he was, and he was way past his prime in doing it. Yes. Yeah. Yep. So now, I think that's the thing, right? Is like that's well, that's a good well, point. What you're yeah. dealing with when 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 CrossFit tries to protect themselves like this it is it's that the scarcity mindset, and it's the I'll call it the because I have three of them, the teenage mindset, right? That it's a zero sum game because if someone else is winning, that must mean that I'm losing. Right, because no way can big sister get something without little brother thinking that like he's now being offended and robbed of right. Mm. I'm losing you guys. Did you hear that? No, you're still we can we, we, we still hear you. We, we, we got you. You're in and out, but we got you. Okay. The it was the you know, but it's that zero sum game. They think like, oh, if it's not our thing, then somehow yeah. we're diminished. It's like, no, pump it up, be like, yeah, look our methodology is what builds champions, right? I mean, that was the thing on yep. the 2009 banner, right? Like, the, Trust the, your, yeah. the testing. Trust thing. the methodology. Right. Yep. That's what we all do. The methodology is the thing. Sell the methodology, yeah. not the product. You can yeah. scale. You can, you want to, here's your uh, marketing, you know, growl and uh, coons, right? Is freaking, you know, the methodology is scalable, right? But, mm -hmm. Affiliates are not. Why do we each have one, right? And Greg, you played around with having multiple, right? And you're like, freaking, hey, that's a nightmare, no. right? Yeah, yep. you know, I mean, Tyler might have three. Good for you. Like, I was always like, dude, I can barely give my kids three kids attention, let alone three gyms, yeah. right? So I'm like, no, I don't want to like play favorites or or miss anything. So I'm like, okay, all in on one. Well, I can't scale. Right. Like I have a limited amount of space in the gym. Yep. I have a limited number of time slots in the day. You know, you have you're balancing all this stuff. But like the methodology, sell the heck out of that. You know, it's hell, he says. You're a better yeah, man than so, us. You know, you're a better man than yeah, us. For sure. Well, so it, like that's know, my it, thought. It's it, like that's what you know that's how you, you, you want to grow, you, you lean into yeah. the method. Right. You know, you don't know, you know, worry about, worry about yeah. whatever, but like that's what you can sell. You, right? you know what's a bigger hell what's a bigger hell, Tyler? Is running competition events. Because I've we did that, we did as many as four a year. And oh my God, it is just like it it's 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 a wedding planner on steroids, man. Yeah. You have got to be have every part of it covered. How like Dave and his crew they do that is really, really remarkable. Yeah. And how they get the energy up and the enthusiasm and excitement to do it again year after year after year. It's like the biggest wedding in the country, and you've got to host it every year. Uh you can have it. Let someone else do it that's really good. But you know, and again, I you know, I, I think Tim makes a really good point. I think they're starting to do that, 
by with the outsourcing and yeah. and perhaps there's an opportunity for him to continue to do that and then focus on the methodology. Well, and even like the the branding, right? You're missing out on you know. I've seen because I've seen I happen to know somebody that does organize these things on an international scale, and it's like they left the HQ, the the CrossFit branding because like the things like CrossFit was like they wanted to be able to tag along and say like, oh hey, you're gonna pay us all this money to use our name and to be a you know whatever type of championship, and they're like, yeah, but what am I getting for this? They're like, they weren't getting anything, but they they what. CrossFit was offering to send a representative over, you know, to be like, you know, there, but then they would have to pay for that. I'm like, no, yeah. see you later. Yeah. It's like, you're, you're, you're not providing anything. So just be like, okay, Hey, make it, you want to dominate? Yeah. Okay. Here's your franchise or the, the model of spreading the word, like make it cheaper. Right. I know it's the antithesis of what you're saying as far as affiliates, but like you want to brand something CrossFit or you want to be like endorsed by CrossFit, like, cool, fill out the form, send it in. And then we'll say, no, nah, this doesn't meet, you know, thing. Or maybe you just want to be like, Hey, can we pay you a thousand bucks? And that whole license, the whole licensing thing started with Jeff Kane. The, the whole licensing thing started with Jeff Kane back in 2018 um, is figuring out ways to remember. And then they went to sanctionals and then, mm -hmm. you know, people paid to, to, to license, license out. CrossFit. And there's all these yes. licensed CrossFit events now that are, that are on the website. So yeah. they they see it as a way to generate fee income from the brand. And uh, yeah, I, I, I'm, I lean with Tim on this one, like create scarcity and stick to the methodology and make it amazing. And which it is, it actually don't make the methodology, promote the, prom, don't make the methodology amazing, promote the amazingness of the methodology. Mm -hmm. yeah. Stick to your hedgehog yeah. concept. We're good at, at training coaches and, and training athletes. Really good yeah. at training coaches and athletes. Yep. Um, well, we, in an hour and a half, we fixed all of the problems across it. We've Man. barely scratched the surface of I won't, um, the, I only had, I had, I did have some news that I wanted to put on the podcast. I'll put it here at the end. I got a call yesterday from CrossFit to be asked to be part of the CrossFit affiliate advisory board. Hey, oh, they're actually doing it. That's awesome. Yeah. The, the, an idea that I gave them, <laughs> not this last year, a year and a half ago at the, at the I got to coach at 12. So we got 24 minutes. All right, go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm going to be on the advisory board, which, um, but that was, and thank you, Zia Rohrbaugh, who apparently strongly nominated me to be a part of it. And I think it, it's it, the idea, I think cross CrossFit right now, preliminarily it's being, it was told to me that, you know, once a month we'll get together. Yeah. Uh, maybe do, maybe do a call before that, but once a month get together and kind of review what CrossFit has coming down the pipe in terms of initiatives, marketing and those types of things and get the affiliates input from it, whether or not they um, take our advice. I don't, I don't know. I don't know how it's going to go. I I'm keenly interested in getting um, a feel from the affiliate community as to what the affiliate community wants. Clearly like Tim and I disagree on some stuff and then, but I'll listen to him and talk to him and I'll understand that's how he runs his crappy affiliate over there in Palo Alto. And like, oh, he's part, he's partial to that. <laughs> so, but each affiliate kind of has their own viewpoints and it's, so I think it'll be up to, I think um, this could lead to for me, I think in, in the West is maybe an opportunity to reach out to affiliates and bring them on board in some type of organized fashion 
um, so that we can, so that I, you know, I can have some clout with my role as a member of the advisory board. And I think Z is interested in doing the same thing. In other words, she wants to be part of the. They just don't want. I don't want to be used to sign off on shit. Well, we put it through the advisory yeah. board. If you have Craig a, said it was okay. If you have a complaint, well, talk to Craig Yard. Yeah, I don't think that's <laughs> easy. Well, and that's the thing that would be really interesting is like when they, you know, this when they have this meeting, uh, advisory board. Really? Okay, so like, um, does that mean that they're going to come to you and say, okay, hey, this is the initiative that we're going to be launching? What do you think? You're like, well, it's already too late. Yeah. Right. Because you just said you're oh, you're going to launch it. You already have your idea. That's just how I see this going. Because whether it was Greg, whether it was uh, Jeff, whether it was Rosa, whether it's you know Don, is that they're just saying they're just telling you, hey, this is what we're doing. I do that to my son, right? Hey, get up. It's Saturday morning. Get up. Let's go. Where are we going? You're coming with me. Yeah, but where are we going? Am I? I'm like, it doesn't matter. You're coming. Doesn't matter. <laughs> right? He's like, well. Uh, is there, is there, is there something, what's in it for me? What am I going to do? You're going to come with me. That's what you're doing. <laughs> right. Like period. End of story. I was like, we're going to go run some errands yesterday. The other day we're, we're going to go run some errands. And he goes, we went to home Depot and we're done. I was like, come on, let's go home. He's like, but you said errands as if there was more than one. And I'm like, so I basically created something. I was like, all right, we'll go to the auto parts store. <laughs> so so, now more than one. But I'm like, so, I got the call yesterday and I felt honored that I got this call and I told my wife, Hey, look, CrossFit called me and asked me to be part of this advisory board. I was feeling proud of myself and the role and the thing I've done with CrossFit. And Tim just took my role and compared it to his, to being his 13 year old son <laughs> getting told where to go and what to do. <laughs> he summed it up pretty good there. Yeah, we're getting a light bulb on Home Depot. Everybody aren't you needs, glad you shared? Everybody needs for a friend like Tim to bring you back to bring you back down to earth. And give you a real dose of reality, <laughs> but admittedly, in the back of my mind, that was already planned. That was already sitting there. Like, are they just gonna like, you know, is this a a role that's like it, it's a it's a role right now that I'm, that I'm gonna try and give some teeth to Z and I. They might, you know, as a result of this podcast and announcing it, I might not be on the advisory yeah. board anymore. <laughs> you might have just shot yeah, yourself in the foot. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't say anything about not saying anything about well, it. Well, you know, hey, Santa, 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 Santa Clara County Medical Facilities are masking up now. Oh, I know. Oh, I can't believe it. Yeah. <laughs> How do we? Look, you brought up the mask. Why? You brought up the mask. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that, nice. Nice, Tim. So we got it all covered. We got everything covered that. <laughs> Hey, it's a service I provide. Yeah, <laughs> it is. Yeah, Matt Schindler, it's a nice, a nice way to get by. And on initiatives, are already planning the launch. See, okay, all right. So Matt's on Matt's in in Tim's camp, but I think there we'll is, see how it yeah. how it develops. Yeah, we'll see how it develops. I'm gonna make the most of it, and I'm gonna try and give put some teeth in the role. I, you know, look, and I, I'm not gonna try and shoot down every initiative they have. I, you know, I I love the fact that they're even considering it. Although I will tell you. If every single employee of CrossFit was a member of an affiliate and going yeah. to class twice a week, they wouldn't even need to do it. Nope. Hey. They wouldn't, they wouldn't, they Good wouldn't, my, they wouldn't need an advisory board. Yeah. yeah. If they, if they, Problem yeah. solved right yeah. there. Go in, meet the, they should know who their affiliate owner is, have yeah. conversations with them once a month. They don't go take, yeah. take their affiliate owner to coffee. What are five local affiliates from where you live? Yeah. Just go join, join an affiliate. Get to know the community. Man, you would learn so much. You know what? And, 
this is my message. I keep saying it because maybe he, he probably doesn't see it when I tag him, but um, Don, we provide free chalk for you. <laughs> you don't have to bring your own. That's, that's, that's two shots at Khalifa on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Jason, Jason probably going to watch this thing all the way through because he saw his picture on the cover. I, I can't up. believe you did that. <laughs> <laughs> so i noticed because i'm a huberman fan yeah. and then i noticed he switched his format and let's put that can you put that back up he switched Did his format this? what's that this is the circus that we run <laughs> that's this was when, we, when we moved outside i posted this picture i was like we're going under the big tent and then somebody made it into a pillow oh that's, that's awesome. the circus that we're running yeah, that's so great but anyway, put that up. So I noticed, I was like, oh, J oh Jason switched <laughs> his format. He switched his format to like Huberman. I'm like, and it's, like, it's identical. He even wears a black shirt. Yeah. Like, which look, it looks beautiful. Like, but it was so painfully obvious. But go put it back up. Oh, no, okay, leave that up, up there because it's funny as shit. <laughs> and so then, so then I noticed I, I happened to, and it, in my feed right then comes up Ben Bergeron. And I'm like, exact oh my same God. setup. He's got the same setup, which is, you know, again, they they both watch Huberman. So they're like, oh, that's pretty cool. And it makes, you know, and they, but they look directly at the camera. They look directly I didn't change at the my background. And they give instructions. Yeah. So Jamie Lee had suggested. So I made the uh, Jamie Lee, that idea, that brand, that brand cover there came from Jamie Lee's idea. He was going to have us do that today, put on black yeah. and then put black backdrop behind oh, this. Geez. We're going to actually do it, light, light it up in the front. <laughs> The black shirt, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I created a little, uh, I created a little uh, quick Photoshop of the of all of us together, all the Huberman wannabes. Anyway, um, all right, right on, you guys. Thanks for thanks for the time. We fixed all of CrossFit in one hour and a half session. Um, CrossFit now has everything they need to move forward successfully. Yep. And you got my uh, number. You can call me anytime. Our work, our work is done. I will post his number. <laughs> right in the comments. Not you. CrossFit. Oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> not the Sending fan. all the surveys. You don't want it all over YouTube. <laughs> That's okay. I don't answer it. Yeah. <laughs> right on, you guys. Thanks for thanks for joining us today, and uh, we'll. Yeah, see thanks for all the viewers out there for contributing today. Yes. Yes. Be yeah. sure to That's like, subscribe, and share. Yeah. What, what he said. Button. That does help. <laughs> Thank you. This is right. another thing to take away from. <laughs> Cool. We're next time. We're on. Get on this marketing team. <laughs> <laughs>